Creative content is not enough. You know, uh, I think sometimes teams forget that these platforms are run by algorithms, right? Mm -hmm. So now it maybe it's time to shift the mindset and maybe look at community management not as a normal marketing activity, but maybe as a science. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining us for another episode of Valte Cafe. Today, we're going to talk about community management as a science. I am Lina Sarate, strategist at Valtech, and today I am with Frank Lemba, data and strategy leader at our Montreal office, and our consultant and data science master student, Adrien Hernandez. Hello to both of you. Hello, Lina. Hi, Lina. Thank you for joining us. So today, our topic, community management as a science. So we all know what community management is. It is a key role in marketing communications teams today. Um, it is the person that really is responsible for for all the different communities that a brand may have across its different platforms uh, for the health and growth. And I think that today there are high expectations uh, for this role um, because as brands spend more and more to produce content and to boost it, uh, the, the expectations are, are quite high. Sure, sure. I think uh, we heard a lot about uh, community management, like in a bad way. I, I may say, you know, the news are not uh, are not always good regarding uh, community management as a profession. So, uh, but it's still relevant. Like, um, it's first, it's cheaper than other yeah. digital media channels. Like, it's even cheaper than events or billboards. So that's something that brand uh, and our clients are considering when they start investing on um, uh, social media. Uh, it's also allowed brands to have a direct, authentic yeah. uh, conversation with their customers. And I may add that actually it's it's trendy again because uh, we see uh, let's say diversification in terms of channels worldwide like mm -hmm. uh, uh, I want to remind everybody that uh, you know we've already studied how social media platforms develop in Asia for instance where they have WeChat which is like more than 1 billion users uh, in India we have WhatsApp in Europe you see we have a, a Facebook Messenger yeah. that young generation are using differently than Facebook and in Africa you have all that WhatsApp yeah, Viber not all the countries are, are using the same no, platforms no, no, no. across the globe is not everyone is on the same platform no. same ways of, uh, of using it no. yeah, to, to bounce out of what you said Frank I think community management is also very important uh, because not only we have diversification across the globe but we also have constant changes inside these audiences so to, to give a quick example um, at the end of 2018 a CNBC report was showing that Facebook has been focusing its efforts Uh, on older users, uh, while uh, teens have been increasingly leaving the platform. And so if you think about it, uh, this leads to modification and adjustments mm -hmm. in the way Facebook and its algorithms work. Uh, and this is where I think um, the community management team has a very important uh, job of trying to understand these changes uh, if they really want to increase their chances mm -hmm. of um, getting good, good engagement results. Okay, yeah. So as patterns are shifting in the usage of the platform, so like what you've mentioned, older people coming back to Facebook and younger people leaving it to go to other platforms, then algorithms adapt to that. Okay. Definitely. I that's think, interesting, uh, yeah. Sure, for sure. And that's why, you know, community knowledge, creative content is not enough. 
you know uh, i think sometimes teams forget that these platforms are run by algorithms right mm -hmm. so now it maybe it's time to shift the mindset and maybe look at community management not as a normal marketing activity but maybe as a science yeah because at the end it's the algorithm that decides uh, if uh, your post has to be seen or not exactly Yeah, I mean, it's an interesting concept, although uh, you can look at it, okay, we're creating content and then we're <laughs> managing communities for the algorithm and no longer for the actual people. So <laughs> I don't, I, I, we're going to explore the concept of community management as a science, but I, but I also want to bring like the fact that you're not saying that, okay, like uh, community managers need to be smart about algorithms. They need to maybe better understand them, but it's not that w brands are not going to be creating things for algorithms. Uh, really, what brands and companies need to be creating relevant content for its audience and for its users so that the community is engaged. Exactly. Let's break it down into aspect. The first one is community management, right? Uh, we cannot define community management, but we can at least highlight the activities, you know, represents the brand's voice online, run discussion, turns one into loyal customers, and so on. That's, in general, the activities of a community manager. But as you, we are mentioning here, you have that talent, that creative content that you're able to, to set up to just say engage with the community. But you also have a reality, which is these platforms have billions of users, so they cannot rely only mm -hmm. on humans to monitor the conversation. So sometimes they need to rely on algorithm. That's where you bring the science part. The science part here, let's take it as just basically a set of knowledge or a study based on fact that you learn through experiments. And the key word here is facts. It's that we are going to take the talent of a community manager, but on top of that, as you were mentioning, Lina, we going to add a methodology. We're going to track a set of facts in order to maybe find patterns. And yeah, like what type of facts, for example? For instance, something that's really interesting is to analyze the activity of your of your community, right? If you have a Facebook page or a Twitter page, uh, let's say you start working at 9 a.m., but maybe your community already is already awake at 6 a.m. Mm -hmm. So just to look at at what time your community engage with you can be seen within an experience as a variable mm -hmm. that you're going to look after when you, let's say you finish your experiment as a facts, right? So these are things that we can um, hypothesis okay. that a community management team, and we're going to also explain that new concept of a community management team should consider. But to, to maybe just make it more simple again, community management is that new, right? Yeah. Uh, we, it's a practice now, well established, right? Yeah. But recently, Zuckerberg mentioned that they want to uh, see meaningful conversation happening on Facebook in order to bring the group back. Mm -hmm. So does it mean that the current experience sucks? Does it mean that the current experience is not good enough even though brands are investing a lot. So if you're a community manager or a community management team, you have to start again. You have to change your mindset. You have to bring science, methodologies, numbers, facts into consideration in order to improve your 
performance, for mm-hmm. instance. Okay, this is interesting. So what you're saying is that, for example, the Zuckerberg team, the Facebook team, by acknowledging that they want to bring the groove back to Facebook, it is in a way acknowledging the fact the fact that um, the current Facebook experience needs to be optimized. I mean, not that it sucks, but it maybe needs to be improved. <laughs> uh, and that's an example of a hypothesis. That's an example of looking at the facts exactly. and maybe approaching community management as a science. Yeah, sure. And uh, I mean, when we try to implement this internally, the team has to change uh, because the community manager, I mean, we have defined the activities above. They just run conversations. Sometimes they run campaigns, but now they have to take a quote into consideration. Therefore, uh, they need to be supported by a cross-disciplinary team. Therefore, mm-hmm. we need uh, maybe programmers, we need analysts, we need content strategies to support the yeah. community manager. Yeah, it's no longer the lone activity of just someone in a corner just uh, looking at communities online. Yeah, I completely agree with you, Frank. Um, having analysts in the team definitely adds value. Uh, because they will not only bring an external point of view, they will also be able to pull out insights from the data. And you know, sometimes when you're working alone, you can have your own opinion about your audience. Mm-hmm. And you may be wrong. And, and so you must look for the facts, and the facts are in the data. That's why, um, yeah, I agree when you say... Uh, yeah, it's an interesting point that, that you're bringing. And so, for example, just to, to bring it back to our listeners or to demystify what we mean by facts and data. So give us like an example of data that maybe an analyst can come in with fresh eyes and then look at it and then try to analyze. Just an example. What I think is that uh, in, in on all the platform, we have a lot of data, right? Like you have... Even the audience growth, the number of fans, okay. you have the engagement rate, which is actually one of the biggest KPI that we mm-hmm. heard of these these months. Like brands are looking for ways to improve their engagement rate. And mm-hmm. you see engagement rate, that's already <laughs> something difficult to explain, right? So yeah. the fact that the team have analysts and strategists and maybe programmer to analyze the current trend of the engagement rate, mm-hmm. which elements in the strategy contributes to improved engagement rate, that's something yeah. uh, new for community manager. Yeah, I like this uh, this new concept of uh, community management as a science because in, in the end it is, a, it is a mindset, it is a way of, uh, of approaching it, it is, a, it is a different way of seeing the communities online and addressing them, but also internally to organize uh, the teams and, and the governance that goes around it. So what could that mean for, for a brand today? What can they start doing today if they wanted to adopt this new mindset and then start integrating community management as a science? Of course, it depends on, you know, every brand, every market, but maybe we can suggest at least three activities based on our experience. The first one is, I'm going to list the three and I will start by explaining the first one. The three are segment your audience to better understand what they want. Mm-hmm. Uh, use stats to find correlations, pattern, new hypotheses, insights, mm-hmm. and focus on budget optimization. I, these, I think these three are already a good start. Uh, if we take the segment your audience activity, the issue is in a day-to-day basis, like a community manager has goals. He wants to improve his engagement rate or the mm-hmm. brand awareness and stuff like that. But where is your audience? I'm talking here about the demographic yeah. data, like location, 
who they are in terms of gender. Then we move their to some interests. their interests. Then we move to that that part, which is more complicated. What do they want? It's not easy to answer this question. That's no. why you need to segment your audience, especially if brands have audiences across the globe or international audience, where it's not just one market, and then it's uh, simple, where you're reaching uh, different segments. Exactly. That's make it more com uh, complicated because French people in France, for instance, doesn't react in the same way that people in North America. And if you're globally in Asia, that's bring another oh, complexity. Yeah. But uh, segmenting will help you at least to see these differences in terms of how these little audiences consume your content. That's yeah. maybe the first Yeah, like, the, And then it brings back the, the comment that I had made earlier in the discussion, which was, we're not saying we need to start creating content and seeing community management for the algorithms. We're not saying that. So this knowing your audience and segmenting it brings it back to like being uh, customer centric, uh, which I think is also part of, uh, of the success of community management. So, so I think it, it is an important point to, to bring back the, the segmenting of audiences. And of course, you can use statistics. You can, for instance, start with correlations. Mm -hmm. uh, which is the way to measure a linear relationship between two variables. So this gives a, a basic insight, right, to, to know how variables fluctuate together. You could also, for example, um, do another simple analysis, huh, which is uh, to focus on outliers. That allows to detect, for example, the posts that perform much better than the other ones and maybe try to understand uh, what happened and to be able to replicate it. Regarding uh, social media data, most of the time, uh, what we're going to do is called exploratory data analysis. Uh, we are going to create graphs to visualize and try to pull out insights um, from the data. And as social media platforms provide a good amount of data that is already pre-processed, clean and tidy, we don't even have to to spend too much time mm -hmm. on the cleaning process, which is great. Um, and for instance, as I say, we could easily take both a variable, which is like the budget spent, and another variable impressions of the time for an ad, and try to see if they correlate. Mm -hmm. it's, it's something very easy to do. Most, sometimes it doesn't work, but at least yeah. uh, you, you try to pull out insights. Yeah, so you're saying basically you're able to find correlations, patterns, or... Uh, come up with hypotheses based on even the data that already these platforms yeah. are giving you. That is already prepackaged, exactly. already clean. You don't need to go through a lot of effort in going and getting that information. Exactly. Mm -hmm. But, you know, to be honest, if you really want to perform well, I highly suggest to not limit your analysis to the data uh, that social media platforms uh, already provide. And you, you always try to to go beyond that if you really want to understand what type of content uh, performs the best for your audience. And, and I really think and this is the right mindset to have. Mm -hmm. So what type of uh, data like you say that yeah. people should go and get? Mm. Uh, I'm going to take the example of an insight that is very easy to get. Uh, it's what type of content perform the best for your audience. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm talking here about videos, photos, articles, and all the social media platforms in the world give you this information. Uh, and all manager, community managers uh, know this information. Mm -hmm. It's one of the first insights you get. It's really easy to, to get. But how many community managers uh, really know what type of content truly resonates with their audience? Mm -hmm. And is it photos showing people smiling or perhaps showing features of a company's product? Mm -hmm. So all of this, it's not currently provided by social media platforms. Huh? And it's part of all the additional analyses, very 
important to conduct. And it's, uh, as I said, the mindset to have uh, if, if we want to be as performant as possible. Okay, okay, that's interesting. So bringing another layer to if you have the analysis team, uh, some, yes. if you have the, the role mm -hmm. of the analyst within the team of the community management that can bring back this level and this layer of analysis, of understanding of the community and the content that is out there. Yes, this level of details mm -hmm. um, is part of, the, I think, the mindset to mm -hmm. adopt. Okay, so this is uh, another thing, let's say, that uh, today teams and, and companies could potentially look into integrating into having a more holistic team that can bring this level uh, to find this type of correlations or patterns. Oh, sure. I think, uh, Adrien, uh, I mean, you hit a lot of good points and maybe I can finish with uh, uh, a third suggestion, which is budget optimization. I mean, we've mm -hmm. seen segmentation is important, stats are important, but now let's look at the budget optimization. It's obvious that organic posts are not enough to drive engagement or raise awareness. I mean, the platforms, they want you to invest a little bit in order to be seen, right? If you don't have a budget, it's hard for you to be seen. So um, we've done some experiences, like we try to see the correlation between the budget and the reach, for instance, or the budget and uh, the clicks, for instance. And sometimes, as you mentioned, these experience leads to some results. Sometimes it doesn't work, which means that budget is not everything. But here's the interesting part. We, for one of our clients, we've uh, break the budget into small buckets. So we run experience to see when we spent a uh, $1,000 on a campaign, and uh, what are the results compared to when we split the budget in range between 50 and 75 thousand dollars what mm -hmm. is the how are we able to increase the engagement rate and that experience was very uh, you know it wasn't a surprise, but uh, even for people that have experience, we were like, wow, when we break the budget in little bucket, we have more results on the engagement rate than when we spent all our budget. Mm -hmm. So this is a little example of the type of activities that you can do within the budget optimization. It can be changed the way you spend purpose. It can be change the way you spend per campaigns. It can be defined an amount that you spend per type of content. We're talking about images, videos versus just a little post with text. All these little activities should be seen as hypothesis within your framework of analysis. Okay, yeah. So it's just being smarter as to how you use your budget based on already, again, the point back, like on your data, on the information that you have is just being having the capacity of going back and then looking at the data and the results of your latest campaigns, of the way you're spending your budget and seeing how, how you can optimize it. Sure. Uh, it's a good point that you bring. Sometimes you think like putting a lot of money on one content works. Maybe it does. We're not saying it doesn't, but uh, it's just a matter of looking back and understanding your communities and what works for them and what doesn't. Exactly. Exactly. That's um, an interesting new concept that we have today, community management uh, as a science. Um, we're going to be exploring it a, a bit further uh, within our activities and with our clients. So I'm really looking forward to, to this new, new mindset and new ways of working. Thank you all for listening. Thank you, Frank and Adrien, for sharing your vision on community management and data. Thank you, Lina. Thank you. And as you see, community management as a lone activity is that companies need cross-discipline 
interdisciplinary teams that can address all these different challenges and tasks related to, to social media performance in the end. So if you want to learn more about this topic, uh, you can read the latest blog uh, article by Frank and Adrien uh, that is published uh, across our Valtech platforms. And please feel free to share your thoughts with us through Facebook Valtech Canada to keep the discussion going. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.